Hopkins and Price, I mean Dr. Goldfoot, with plans to possess most of the money in the world. Frankie Avalon knows it. Dwayne Hickman finds out about it. Susan Hart is an innocent, innocent tool of the plan. Hello, darling. Jack Mullaney helped make the plan. And special guest star, Fred Clark, just doesn't believe it. You're nuts! All right, follow me. These lush bikini babes are built up, I mean made up, produced to perform. And they have the knack of doing what they're built to do. She walks. She talks. Come here, tiger. She makes love. Did you miss me, precious? Sex has never been funnier. She isn't human. But she is gorgeous. Here we go again, creatures. I'm Stacy. And I'm Steve, and we have adequately dealt with our sinuses at this point. And this is our cringe fest with attempting little to not do any little snipples. Yeah, we'll work on that. <laughs> this movie is going to be about Dr. Goldfoot and the Bikini Machine. Dr. Goldfoot. In the I, I, I love I, I love the little feetsies. But first, walking over to you, Steve. How was your day? Oh, my day was pretty good. Pretty good. Got to spend some time outside. Uh, did some cooking. Cleaned my kitchen, sort of. I'm, I'm like I'm like uh, I'm like thirty percent. Uh, complete with cleaning my kitchen because I really didn't know how bad it was instead of, until I started cleaning it. But you never it's know. really bad. It's it's really bad. I mean, my son Alex lives with me, and and he and I need a mom. We need a mom. We need Wendy from Peter Pan to move in and take care of us because we just suck at it. You can have my mother-in-law. Yeah, no, no. I got I got I got one of those. Yeah. That yeah, no, that wouldn't be good. She just she just come in and shame us. <laughs> Not Yeah, probably. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. No, well, it'd be funny. But I'd have to we have need, him. We need Mary Poppins or Wendy or somebody like that to, you know. Because uh, we're just a couple of boys, and we're not—we're uh, not—we're not good at this living alone thing. <laughs> we really aren't. We need—we need somebody to to work with us and teach us to be grown-ups. Don't look at me. I barely have my shit together. I'm not looking at you. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have already asked you. <laughs> oh, 
my goodness gracious. It's 62 and cloudy. And that's that's like hot in Anchorage, right? No, not when it's cloudy. Oh, okay. It's okay. You crack me up when you say, oh, my God, it's 72 in the house. I've got to turn the air conditioning on. <laughs> well, <laughs> for those of us that are in the rest of the of the temperate world, we would say, oh, no, it's 80 in the house. We need to turn the air conditioning off. I have a friend in Washington. She's like, wait, it, I keep my house at like, you know, 75, 80. And I'm like, but our houses are meant to keep in the heat. <laughs> so you got to, that's just, it just gets stuffy. Icky. It's, it, it, it's just what you're used to. It really is. I lived in Phoenix for four years. But you're no longer used to Phoenix. That's true. Yeah. You know what else I'm not used to? What are what else are you not used to? Us watching a sappy G-rated ah, movie? I'm not is, used to that. I no, this remember back in last year when we watched Monster Squad as a palate cleanser? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm this this is a this was it. a palate cleanser. This was kind of one of those I wanted to to have fun and uh we saw Ricky Avalon on the thumbnail and then I found out Vincent Price was in it and then it was all over. Frankie Avalon, but that's okay. What did I say? Ricky. Yeah, whatever. Okay. You're just, you're, you're you're you weren't even born when you were you were a decade away from being born when Frankie Avalon was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I had older sisters who had Frankie Avalon pick posters in their rooms, you know. That doesn't surprise me. He was kind of cute. You think? No, I thought he was coveting. Well, I thought he was kind of creepy in this movie, but that's okay. We'll talk about it. Oh my goodness gracious! This movie was. Uh, I want to see the sequel. I'm going to watch it. You Are you really? I 100. Yeah. percent You're on your it. own there, baby. Well, why don't you give an overview of why I'm on my own? Oh boy. Okay. Well, the overview is pretty short. the The, the best thing about this movie was that Vincent Price is in it. He was a uh, a, a very stereotypical mad scientist. He's got a, uh, uh, a a flunky helper named, anybody want to guess? Igor. Yeah, yeah, that was a surprise. Yeah. Uh, so, so the mad scientist builds a, a group of female robots who are dispatched to uh, seduce and rob wealthy men. So it's uh, what was the guy Hickman? Somebody Hickman. Dwayne Hickman. Yeah. Okay. Armstrong. So 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 he and and Frankie Avalon were Craig were teen heart throbs already at this time. They were making yeah. uh, a bunch of these uh, beach blanket bingo whatever movie hot tub ski machine. No, it's just like yeah. ski 
ski something. Yeah. And, and oh my God, there were so many of them. So yeah, those two guys are like the 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 heroes and um I don't know. Brothers in arms. It kind of ends up with the big chase, big chase through uh, San Francisco, Lombard Street, that famous street uh, street with all the curves in it. Uh, you've seen the same scenes in uh, oh, what the Steve McQueen movie Every, Bullet. Yeah, yeah you, you've seen that. It's over. stock footage, and it is stock footage, like. There's, I, I want to go back and, and watch it and like go and cut out scenes and see if I can find the same exact footage with like the exact same trash on the oh, side. Oh yeah, of the yeah. Did you did you do you have the trivia on that uh, to talk about on the cars? Uh, no, no, no. Just on the whole movie and and the stock footage and. Yeah, I have I have some stock. Okay. Footage. Okay, good, good, good. I I just want to make sure we're able to talk about that. But but yeah, so that's the movie. It's a very lightweight movie. It's very silly. There there's not a I don't think there's a single joke in it that surprises you, but that's okay. That's okay. We we you know, we laughed, we had a good time. Uh, we've watched so many very very heavy bloody gory monster kind of things that this was kind of this was fun it was a, it was a nice uh reprise from from all that i liked it i thought it was great yeah i uh i just um, i also found out it was supposed to be a musical oh really that broke my heart they, oh yeah that it was would be supposed great. to be uh, Vincent Price said that he did a really good number about being Dr. Goldfoot and all that. Other. And there <laughs> is kind of that moment where he is doing it, but yeah, it was actually supposed to be a musical. Okay. All right. And that well, is kind of sad. Yeah. But I guess but it was popular enough that they made a sequel, right? Well, having 12 girls in uh, gold bikinis and three of them playboys it didn't hurt any either i guess that's right but did did you notice how uh, of course you noticed i noticed how uh how um oh what's the word i'm looking for how how uh, non-revealing these 1960 whatever it was for for bikinis were yeah. I mean, they looked like they were wearing uh, their grandma's underwear, except it was gold lame, you know. Yeah, it was gold and shiny. <laughs> and very shiny. Very, very shiny. But yeah, it was. Uh, uh, yeah, that was different. That was different. Did you also how... notice how skinny the girls were? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, uh, I loved I loved how tall they were. Like when China China Garden uh, China Lee, sorry, uh, China Garden's uh, another China name Lee. for a Chinese restaurant. I know. Um, I mean, well, my my screen was all messed up. So okay. But um, when China Lee came out, like everybody was towering over. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody like yeah. All all these girls were really tall and really anorexic looking. That that that. (laughs) So so I'm I am a little disappointed that with Vincent Price's accent that nobody's called him Robits. Well, you know, it it was uh, it was the '60s. The movies we've watched in the from the '50s, they've said robot. Yeah, but at some point, the vernacular changed to robot. Um, I thought it was very strange that Pamela Rogers, her robot name was Pam Rogers. <laughs> and she's the only one she's the only one out of 12 that actually has credited as a name but it's like i mean the other ones she... were like uh random playboy models right yeah there's three there are three no named yeah yeah they're all they're all just robot except for her and her name is her name okay all right, I'm good with so that. That was that was a little weird. So who um, who was the actress that played the 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 main robot girl? Pamela Rogers. Oh, that was her. Okay. 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 All right. Oh no, no. Sorry, I, I apologize. I do apologize. It's Susan Hart. She plays Diane. Okay. All right. All right. I, I apologize. Yeah. I, no, I am no, so sorry. That's, that's I had to go fun. back up a little bit, but yeah. She but, really yeah. showed off her acting chops. I mean, she did uh, what? Uh, Southern accent, an English accent, German, German um, accent. She spoke. Oh, she went all over the place. She, with this it, was, which was like awesome. her, her uh, 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 interview reel or whatever you call it. Yeah. That. You know, it would be her her um she could use like her for, headshot and stuff. Right, right. She could use for other other gigs. Yeah. She was she, yeah, she she showed all this uh amazing versatility that had absolutely nothing to do with the plot of the movie. Yeah. 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 Just uh I'm gonna I'm a robot, I'm seducing this this man this this uh high powered guy that's got all these financial ties and i'm going to use my southern accent and then later i'm going to use my other accent but it, none of them tied into the plot of the movie well whenever when she first meets craig who she's not supposed to be actually um yeah, I don't know. She's supposed to. Mistake. Yeah, she, she goes after the first guy by mistake. Well, that's because Igor. Igor. Yeah. Another. Another Eagle, thing. Eagle. But that's. This guy. Yeah, but Eagle. Igor comes back. So Craig Gamble is is the the wrong mark. We wanted Todd Todd Armstrong, and she tries Todd calling him Armstrong. Todd, and 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 so it was like, oh, okay. And then Dr. Goldfoot gets mad because it's like, she doesn't have a dime to his name. It's like, okay. And later on, we find out that he's been getting the names of all the bachelors out of a, a like a Time Magazine bachelor. Right. <laughs> what was that? What What was the name of the character that, that Frankie Avalon played? Do you? Craig. Do you Craig Gamble. 
Craig Gamble, thank you. Yeah, because I read that uh, in in some other movie that uh, AI, whatever it is, American International Pictures, the AIP made. Yeah, AIP. That that uh, Frankie Avalon played a character named Tom Armstrong. And Hickman played a character named uh, Craig Gamble. No, the other way around. The other way they, around. They switched names. They, yeah, uh, Frankie played they actually, Craig Gamble actually, and Hickman yeah. played Tom Armstrong in another movie. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, we bought tickets for these in the 60s and paid to see them. Uh, I, this I is really... so, such a prototypical... 1960, uh, you know, uh, well, I, I think the, the people that made it had made all those beach movies, right? Beach, blanket, yep. bingo, bikini, whatever. Yeah, it's, you name it. They've Yeah, I mean, right. And this was their attempt to make a more mainstream movie. Uh, it better be for a million dollars. Oh, well, a million dollars. But like uh, when you found out looking at the trivia, right? This is well, you called it before we even looked it up that this was a, a big influence for the Austin Powers movies, right? Yeah, because it was you got the bikinis and the women yeah. who were going after the men, right? And, and, the, and a secret the, agent, and yeah, yeah, oh, baby, yeah, right. yeah, baby. Um, yeah, the. I don't know. There's so many. Uh, I don't know. There's just so many little nods. And, and you know, obviously we have more um, more to look back on than they did. <laughs> like, and then they did a TV, a 30 minute TV show. And then they made the sequel. Yeah, right. They did. They did the TV show with. Uh, footage from the movie that had been cut right Isn't i think that what so I read? yeah yeah and it was, it was kind of a promo for the movie but was also i guess pretty popular among teenagers and stuff at that time yeah because you know cinema is starting to become more mainstream and they realize the people that are really spending the money to go to these are they're they're have a new generation because, you know, when talkies started coming out, you know, Vincent Price was just starting. And so the talkies were getting cheaper. Well, more affordable. This one was not cheap. Um, Oh, no, no, no. This was a, this was a teenager date movie. We've talked about this before. It's a, it's a drive-in movie, you know, uh, uh, date, date at the drive-in movies, Kind of, kind of movie. This is, you know, uh, and it was rated G, right? And they, yeah, because they wanted something that was silly, that was playing off of the popularity of Dolo Seven. When you, when you have right, um, something that's more Uh, adult, yeah, yeah. gold foot versus gold finger, you know. Yeah, so you have. Yeah, you have Dr. No and Goldfinger, and then you also have secret agents, because Craig is a secret agent for Sin. I forgot what, right. what the name for Sin was, but it's like Secret International something. Network or something. I don't remember. 
or sick. Yeah. No, it's sick. Sick. S-I-C. But it's a secret interest. You got to remember at the same time, Jethro Bodine on the Beverly Hillbillies was a secret agent. And he he called himself a double knot spy. Yeah. Right. And and so it was it was really funny to to kind of see how how they they maybe it was one of the first kind of mash spoof movies. It was of the it time. Was, it was cutesy funny. And, and, it was. And, you know, and, and the thing, and that, the movie's too early for me and too early for Stacy to have watched. It, it's, you know, I, I would, I was, what, three or four years old when this came out. And it's unlike movies like Casablanca or Gone with the Wind mm-hmm. or. You know, singing in the rain, paint your wagon. The teen, yeah, the teenagers. It's not a movie I would go back and you know, no, nobody would say to me, "Hey, you know, you you gotta go watch this movie. This is this is a good part of your education." I never would have seen this movie, and I and and I so loved the fact that we just randomly found it, and we had so much fun and so many clean cut laughs which is unusual for us and, yeah uh, yeah no it was it, like you said it was a palate cleanser it was a, it was a lot of fun i wouldn't recommend it for anybody go find something else or find you know whatever 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 turns you on but uh it, it was such a nice picture into or, or a window that's a better word into that that era mm-hmm. I mean, th- when you when you watch it objectively you think oh my god th- it is so sexist you know i mean yeah but it was a different time it, yeah uh, you know the the uh the the evil doctors punishing his busty female robots by making them scrub the floor or you know puts them into hard labor yeah to punish them for their misdeeds and then it's like oh that they know that that's okay and then you know and uh well diane did forget to have the power of attorney signed over to her well yeah no yeah right and then um in order to uh because um, so Craig, Craig was the wrong guy. Todd was the right guy. But when she finally real, when, when Dr. Goldfit, here's one of the things I love about this movie so much is the fact that he's like, Dr. Goldfoot knows about Craig Gamble and how much money he doesn't have, which mm-hmm. if you're looking at a book magazine of rich bachelors, Come on, seriously, you're not going to have Craig Gamble somewhere. So one, he has all this information on Craig Gamble. And two, he can not only communicate via radio, he's got hidden cameras all over the world or something. Oh, yeah, no, that every he has a TV screen that shows him everything. Right. You you pointed that out early on. So supposedly these robot women have cameras. But the view you see is like taken from 15 feet away. It's it's, yeah. it's it's like a shot across the room. So you see the robot woman doing whatever it is she's doing. And he's watching that on a monitor. 
And and it's happening down the street. Yeah, it's right, happening right, all right, over right. the place. Yeah, so it's yeah, not it's even the, like the whole concept of the uh, that that these women have built in cameras is never shown because you never see a a, a video view from the robot woman's perspective. Yeah, right? it's. You yeah. would think that if somebody had cameras, it would be in their eyes. Yeah, yeah, right. And so they'd right. be looking at them. I also instead thought it was of across funny. the room. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was funny that so so Craig sees Diane, tries to stop her. She's with Todd, or no, she's shopping because she had just taken Todd's money, and Todd's like got so friggin' drunk the night before. Took her, they got married. And Craig, um, <laughs> Craig takes off her hand. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And and you know they and, you know, uh, they get married, and she she's basically and, putting and, him off from the wedding night over and over and over again. And and I thought I thought it was really cool though that like when Todd figured it out him and craig like bromanced out so that was that was kind of funny is like they go and defeat the bad guy over the girl and as a a stroke of of pure genius todd thinks it's funny to make craig the executor of the will or his living will or whatever they go go to to craig's super cool 1960s bachelor apartment with flipping window, uh, flipping oh, walls. That's what it was. Yeah, wall. he's got like a a, a, a wall with uh, pictures and things on it. And you press a button, it flips around. It's a bar, and yeah. he, he's got all the you know. You press a button, and the lights dim, and the music starts, and which is not that big a deal Blanky. today. But back then, I don't know. It's still kind of creepy today, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you, you had to press. I mean, you could just tell. Alexa to do that today, but 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 then you had to be like a super guy, you know, that had uh, you could press a button, have the lights dim, and the stereo turn on, and the the LP changer drop the right record, and yeah, you know, you know, yeah, it was yeah, it was swanky, swanky, so uh. With this one, there is a whole bunch of gems, and doing oh my God. a twenty-minute yes. deep dive myself today. You wanna, you wanna go over some of the crazy trivia? Oh, stuff? absolutely! I, I, you know, I, I just kind of glanced at it, but I know you usually, you usually, you know, tell us all the trivia. Oh, when it comes I, I to glanced trivia, at I'm it, but oh my God, this is rich! <laughs> so tell us, tell us yeah, the, the hardest. Trivia. The hardest part was there's a there's a lot of car trivia on this one, like a lot of of they they have a scene with one car and then all of a sudden the car's similar but not completely similar. So so I'm, I'm going to interrupt you and tell you my my one car thing here and I and I won't do it. Anymore. They actually had some really cool cars. And stuff. Okay, but every car that was involved in a sh- scene that was shot mm-hmm. was a Chrysler product. It was a Chrysler, a Dodge, a Plymouth, a Simca, which was something they were importing from France at the time. Every single car involved in the movie, every car that crashed, every car that 
that, you know, zoomed into an intersection, every car that somebody in the movie drove, the rest of the cars were just random cars. But this production must have gotten money from what back then was the Chrysler Corporation, Chrysler, Plymouth, Dodge, the the European uh, affiliates of those companies. I thought, and I thought that was hysterical. But those are the kind of things I kind of like. So tell us about the car, Stacy. I'm sorry to step on you. Oh no, it's it's absolutely because you're gonna you you said the Plymouth. So um, Craig drives a 1965 Plymouth Fury. No, Fury, not Fury. The Plymouth Fury, yeah. Um, and they have head vertical headlights. Well, when he sees Diane walking down the sidewalk. And he pulls over. It's actually a Dodge Cornette convertible. Right, right. Horizontal, which is exactly what you're saying. Yes. Um, They drove a 1955 uh, Cadillac Fleetwood limousine. And um, the vent glass is not from a Cadillac. So when you're when they they no, pull the, out from the, the, the Cadillac, it's the Cadillac. But when they pull in, it, it's it's not a Chrysler a Imperial. It, yes, I noticed that it's a Chrysler Imperial from the side view. Yeah, but they actually did want to say that no, no uh, cars were the the Cadillac was not armed in making the scene, which I thought was hilarious. Um. They they had um, just little factual errors like San Francisco cable cars cannot be used to operate. And I told you, it was like they have rubber things, so it's actually a motorized I, I, trolley. Yeah, car. That, that was an hysterical scene. The 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 cable car comes out of the garage, and Doctor Evil, whatever his name, and Igor are, are in the cable car. Yeah, they just leave the tracks, and then all of a sudden. The cable car has rubber wheels, not not iron train wheels. Yeah. They chase them down the freeway. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty funny. Um, when they're on the motor, when uh, Craig and Todd are on the motorcycle, the footage behind them is off scale. So they're they're passing cars that were shot way too close. So yeah. it looks like everybody's the cars are huge and the car the people aren't, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> um I love the fact that there's that scene where um, Todd actually meets Diane for the first time. She pops the tire. Um, So Dr. Goldfoot's like, now pop the tire. Now check out the tire. And and as she bends over to check out the tire, she does this little flick of her her jacket. So her ass is totally hanging out. Hmm. And he, he tries to, he passes her reverses and then reverses all the way back onto a a pole the light pole right and and and, and like the car like goes up the light pole right yeah, so it's, it's very like at a 45 degree angle yeah and then the police officer's like um and and diane's already making out with him at this point <laughs> and um that was pretty funny and the cop is like trying to get his information. And um, I thought that was pretty funny. And then, um, you know, you go back to the, the mad scientists place and he calls out for his, his girls one through nine or whatever. <laughs> and then 
after he pretty much gets everything set up, there's 11 people in front of him instead. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> uh, the number 12 reject was pretty funny because <laughs> it, she comes out all butch and male voiced. <laughs> and um, it's actually Alberta Nelson who played one of the Rat Pack motorcyclists in the Beach Party movies. Oh, yeah. They yeah. a whole bunch and, and, of, of callbacks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, he was in a... What was his... I can't remember his character's name in those Beach movies, but, but yeah, from the Rat... Like Squiggy or something from the Rat Pack. And Annette Funicello makes a little appearance. Which, do you know why she's uh, in the stocks? Yeah, I did read that. She was pregnant at the time, yep, right? She was pregnant. And they, were, and they were hiding her pregnancy by putting her in the stocks. Because she was clever. still doing all these other teen, teeny boppers. I wonder yeah. if that's where the name came from, teeny bopper. No, I think it's a little, no, I think a little it's older. older than that. I but, like the fact that the uh, this, the uh, Vincent Price's dungeon is from the pit and the pendulum. I think And I, they actually do some of the... They actually bring that back. The, yeah, I think I, I said that to you while we were watching it. This looks just like the pit and the pendulum. And then we find out it was the same set. They reused yeah. the same they, set. Uh, they not only reused the same set, they reused some of the footage. Yes. Oh, do you have any more about the foot the 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 footage they reused? There was a lot in this movie that uh, a lot of the chase scenes because they were actually uh, on, on top of the Lombard because there was a heat. Welcome back. Sorry about that. Al Gore's internet just completely fucked up on us, but we're back now. Sorry about that blip. Tell us, Stacey, um, tell us about the reused footage in this movie because that was hysterical well you did call the pit and pendulum and they actually did use the same set um and what was funny is they actually used some of the original footage we know that really so some of the some of that was oh wow okay oh that's great so so um yeah he really uh they thought it was really funny, but yeah, there's actual footage lifted from the pit and pendulum on top of the actual like redo of it, which I thought was pretty epic. That's cool. um, yeah. a lot of the car chase scenes, obviously yeah. the, the Avenue that you had mentioned previously Lombard. Yeah. Lombard. Like I said, I want to go back and, and see every single movie that ever took the. So oh my God. It's going to be a bunch of, of trash, but they had a heat heat problems in California that year. And um, so what they ended up doing was that even though they had a million dollar budget, which is crazy, they were actually anything that was live was the back lots of the studio. Oh, really? Anything live was back lot. So everything, everything else we saw was, was reused footage. Yeah. From something. Which is why why the the motorcycle was so weird and yeah right um but yeah like the bay and stuff that that was all like their lots from oh wow that's really cool 
it was it was pretty funny um i think also one of my favorite things is um the supremes did the theme music and i i read that it was like never released right it was never released they um the motown never released the single it was included in the supremes their whole story the limited edition 40th was this like their 50th anniversary thing and diana russ's 50th anniversary okay okay only two um times that it has been out it did air promotionally only but wow um it was never actually released well i mean in the whole canon of supreme's music it probably wasn't their best effort when they when they did come out with a promotional only single it's a one-sided 50 45 sorry 45 seven inch record could Uh you imagine how much money one of those promotions? Oh my god! And there's like worth. nothing on the B side. It's no, just... it's one sided. Yeah, forty five. Oh wow, that'd be a that'd be a great thing to have. Oh my god! So so cringers, it it's a silly, goofy movie. I am gonna watch the sequel one hundred percent. I want You're on it. your own, kid. But yeah. Um, but the cameos, the callbacks. Um, the joking about Bond and stuff, and then later finding out that it's you know Austin Powers because in Austin Powers they're wearing gold bikinis. Absolutely, gold member, gold member, was, gold member. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I I read a little bit before we wrap up about about Norman Torag, who d- directed oh, the yeah. movie. Really fascinating. So this guy was born in 1899. Okay, he made his first movie when he was 12 years old. Can what was that? What would that be? I don't know. 1911. So right when movies started coming out, he started making movies. How did a how did a 12 year old get? access to the gear to make a movie at that point i couldn't find that out um he made 42 silent films before talkies started uh oh my god he just said uh what was the child story Uh, jackie cooper jackie cooper was a child star went on to have a you know a, a, a big career so uh Norman Torag made a movie about a, a dog, uh, Skippy, Skippy, my dog, Skippy. And mm-hmm. and uh, Jackie Cooper played the kid in the movie. And Jackie C- Cooper wrote in his memoir that uh, his, his, his uncle, Norman Torag, pulled out a fake gun and shot his own dog to evoke the emotion shot Jackie Cooper's dog to, Uh to, to to make Jackie Cooper cry for the movie. The the gun had blanks in it. It, it, He didn't actually kill Jackie Cooper's dog, but, but you know, that's what he did to get the scene. 
freaking horrible. Uh, it, it's 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 just absolutely horrible. So like in in the 30s and the 40s, he he made movies for uh, W.C. Fields. George Burns and Gracie Allen. Oh yeah, his names are crazy. Every, uh, uh, he made he made movies with Ray Milan that we know from The Creature with Two Heads or The Thing with Two Heads. We saw Ray Milan at the end of his career in that movie. Uh, what else? Fred Astaire, Mickey Rooney, all kinds of people. He did. Uh, like all of the Martin and Lewis, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis movies. He did nine Elvis movies. 185 credited movies. That's credited cringers. That's yeah. not just like, yeah. oh yeah, that's and, credited. And, and, can you imagine this guy's been there since what? 1912. He was, he's, in- he was a successful child star starting at 1907 tried to when when he got older to when he started actually doing it found out that his cutesy little chubby face was yeah, not good for, for a male lead yeah. so he decided to take the money yeah. from being an actor and became just, a director it, it it just makes it, it it's it's just amazing to me it tells you something about the the fact that there weren't these auteurs right yeah right this guy this guy's job was directing movies it didn't matter to him what he was directing. it could be a martin and lewis movie it could be a wc fields movie but it could also be something with fred astaire that went on to win all kinds of awards and all you know stuff like that he he was just a a, a and and i think i think this is the case for a lot of people at that time there were no big huge names he just, yeah. he just went to work every day and made a movie. And it might be a piece of shit like this movie we just watched, or it might turn out to be a really great and, movie. And think about how many directors and stuff, when talkies started coming around, were never just gave up or. Just, oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he no, said a big, that a huge paradigm. It took off. Yeah. Um, there was something about him that he could really just do light comedies. Yeah. And the fact that not only was he, you know, an actor for a short time, but went, you know, maybe acting's not for me, but I do like film. And <laughs> the rest is cinema history. What I really want to know, and I'll, I'm going to I'm going to go back and do some more research is how did he as a 12 year old kid get the resources necessary to to make a movie even a, well, it, a, a it does say movie. he was I mean, a successful had, child actor but it doesn't say like how much money he made as yeah, no a child no but actor. but but it, it, this is before that i mean in 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 what uh no, i gotta do the math in in 1911 or 12 you gotta go visit Thomas Edison out in New Jersey to, yes. to talk to anybody that's making a movie, right? I mean, it, it just, it's just, it's, it's not, doesn't like, talk it's about not his like parents. a kid that gets his Super 8 camera and makes a movie or today that gets an iPhone and makes a movie. This is like a big deal to, to be given a camera and film and processing and lighting and 
all the stuff it yeah, took. Just to because make you're a an actor doesn't mean you point. know how to gaffer. Yeah, so well, I don't. I, gaffers back then, right? There was no, there was no industry at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is way before there was a, a a movie industry. And Wikipedia does not. Well, IMBD doesn't um, doesn't tell you his his family. Like he doesn't, it doesn't tell you who his, you know, parents were. Yeah, right. No, no. It's, it's and not that's easy, the hard thing. Not easy to find, but I, I want to go do some more research and figure that out because I, I just think it's fascinating. But we'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, because, yeah, even, even you know, like you don't see any child stars getting that, that crazy. And, and again, I mean, he was a movie maker before he was a child star. And when he was a child star, it was back during the silent movie. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, is, is you know this this the, kid. The whole idea of a child. I don't. I don't. I. I don't think I would say he was child star. I would say he was a. He was involved in movies, and it it happened to be a kid. You know that that maybe did some movies, but uh, I, I. You know, I don't. I don't think that was ever his thing. But anyway. <laughs> Well, it literally just really interesting guy. I I, I looked him up and I went deep into him because I thought we'd watched other movies that he made. But as it turns out, I looked at his whole his whole uh, filmography and and we've not seen anything. Closest we get is Ray Milland in uh, uh, The Thing with Two Heads, which continues to be our (laughs) most popular podcast ever. Which is just wild. <laughs> but Lamageddon is is still, I mean, every time every time uh, the thing with two heads gets two downloads, Lamageddon gets one. And it's <sighs> Lamageddon's just fabulous, but slowly creeping up on it. Yeah. Right. All right, Stacy, we should say goodnight. We should. There's really nothing to tease right now because uh we had to flip schedules a little bit, so we watched a movie and then podcasted it. Usually, we uh, or we usually podcast and then watch the next movie, but we kind of had to flip it this week. So, um, no, keep wait, on wait. listening. It, I it, mean, it, it, can you explain that to me? I'm lost in that. We've watched and flipped and flipped and watched. So, so usually we watch a movie on Monday, okay, and then we podcast on Tuesday. So, really. We, well, on on average, I mean, sometimes we split really. Because- we, uh, okay, I'm just I'm just learning this. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Okay, yeah, wow. so we can tease the next movie coming up because we just watched it, oh, and then yeah. we're we're usually a week ahead, but we're actually. Yeah, I swear to God, I swear. Wow, I, I this is such a revelation for me. It makes so much sense. So we like we like watch a movie, and then we podcast about that. Okay. Wow. You know. You know what? I hadn't picked that up at all. I just had not. Wow. Okay. Thank you. You've changed my life tonight, Stacy. Thank you. But usually we have a teaser for the next podcast, but we don't have a teaser for the next podcast because the next podcast has already been teased. Okay. Because it's already been recorded. Gotcha. We already watched. Weekend. All right. So what are we going to watch next? 
I don't know. Whatever the algorithm. Up, I was going to say it's out of the algorithm. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Speaking of, okay, cringers, until the next time. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the algorithm guessing. And apparently, Steve. <laughs> and don't be afraid of clicking that movie and seeing where it takes you. This is Stacy. And this is Steve. Good night, children. You know, uh, brushing your teeth is not enough. You got to floss. If you don't floss, your dentist will know. Your your dentist will know and your dentist will say. How can you floss? You can't floss. Don't lie to me and tell me you're flossing. You can't have any pudding without flossing. Right. You want to get your Christmas pudding? You got to floss. So weird. No figgy pudding for you, you little <laughs> shit. Good night. <laughs> Good night. We love you. Love you much. <laughs>